This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ryan Day has his work cut out for him after the Cotton Bowl and the transfers and all that good stuff and the portal and the quarterback and just name it. Nick Wilson and Spencer German will cover it all and weigh in on college football playoffs during their podcast, Sons of the Shoe. You can subscribe now at 923thefan.com on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jeff Phelps. My partner's Andy Baskin. Dan Menigan's flying the ship. Hody's taking your phone calls, 216-474-0092. Uh, I want to bring up some other football in a minute, but uh, we are just chatting about Joe Flacco a little bit. Some folks have some comments on that and some other things. Anthony is in the great state of Montana. Hello, hey guys, Anthony. Hey, Anthony. Uh, hey, we believe, right, bud? We believe. That's right. Yeah, right on, Andy. Go uh, go Grizzlies. Big love from the big sky. There we go. See, I was uh, being uh, just turning 60 not too long ago. I just hope Andrew Barry takes a little bit of this because we always seem to talk about Andrew Barry doesn't uh, like folks that are players that are older than 30. I think the the Flacco signing, obviously, and then the, the Saffle fly, uh, signing today, I think those are great things. It kind of makes me feel good about being old and and having some experience, <laughs> you know? Oh, they're not going to sign you, Anthony. I'm just telling you. Yeah, dang it. <laughs> I couldn't jump over Sunday's paper, so I have no chance of that. Anyways, that's that's all I got. I, I kind of feel like, uh, remember when George Foreman got in the ring yeah. and he was real old and he knocked everybody out? I, I kind of feel like, hey, it's all right to be old. We still got something in the town. There you go. Hey, Anthony, man. thank you hey, very man. much, buddy. Big championship game, South Dakota State, 7 o'clock. Or no, when is it? It's, uh, it's this weekend, 7th. Nice. 7th at noon, Mountain Time. You know, Flacco will... Flacco will turn uh, January 16th, so he'll be 39 and still playing football games this year. Of course, what does that mean? It means they're going to win a first-round playoff. He's 39? He will be in January, on January 16th. Does he look older or younger? Well, he looks 39, Andy. <laughs> I think he looks older than 39. Joe's got five kids, man. I'm just saying. Just saying. Think? 
Did you see what I threw in there, though, that nobody nobody jumped on? Yeah, nobody cared. That's I fine. said he'll be 39 and playing football games. Yes. Um, that means they're going to win a game. I'm 30. Oh, look at you go. Because he's, January 16th is his birthday. When's the playoff game? Be the 14th, 15th? Isn't January 16th a Monday? I'm 35 and had to buy a new pillow because my neck hurts. January 16th is a Tuesday. See? So, so I just predicted a first-round playoff win like Mary Kay Cabot did yesterday. They'll either play 13, 14, Thank or 15. You. Thank you very much. Dave is in North Olmstead. Dave. David. Hey, guys. Andy, sounding great. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. They're about to um, kick me out of guys... here, by the way. Just so you... All right, hey, do what you got to do, man. I hear you, bro. Jeff can run it himself. We know. Just uh, ask him. Um, wow. I don't know if you guys that, brought it up at all. Hey, not. Dave, one, one, hold on one second. I certainly didn't deserve that. You have been crushing us all morning for derailing you that one segment. <laughs> Dave, I just try to talk sports here, and I catch hell for it. Oh, Andy, that was an A-plus one-liner. It, it's it's, it's funny you. because when I when I look at the masthead here, it says, the, the fan, sports talk radio. Heaven forbid. Go ahead, Dave. Um, I don't know if you guys brought it up or not, but I know Flacco's contract this year was determined upon, you know, bonuses for wins and whatnot. What constitutes a win for him if he even just starts? Is it a snap and then you're this quarterback? That's a a good question. I'm not sure exactly what they're going to define as that. You know what I thought, though, Dave? And this this wouldn't stun me at all. To, To you, me, Andy, Dan, most all of us listening, if you picked up seventy five grand as a bonus this week, that would be, you know, incredible. If you're Joe Flacco and you've made all this money in your career, it's still, I mean, it's seventy five grand. If you're the sure, Browns, sure. And if you're the Browns and you decide not to play him, I'll bet you give him the check anyway. What do you think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. As a simple thank you for just everything he's already done, right? Because you're not giving him a chance to win a game if you don't let him play. You know, even right. and even if he starts and plays a series or two and they lose the game, well, that wasn't on him. I'll bet you they pay him anyway. Good point. Good point. All right, David. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Appreciate it. Uh, Derek is in Cleveland. Hi, Derek. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good. What's up, dude? Couldn't be better. Well, listen. Here is a scenario, and a lot of people aren't talking about it, but you got you got. You got Detroit, who has never been to the Super Bowl. You got Cleveland, who has never been to the Super Bowl. Oh, now, now, wouldn't that be something, you know, I believe that that would be probably the most watched Super Bowl in history. I have five grandsons. You know, I, listen, I'm 71 years old. And, you know, all of my, all of my grandsons, that's, you know, all those guys are, 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 are Browns fans. They have never witnessed this in, in their lives. This would be fantastic for them. You know, I'm telling you, man. I, 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 I just, I'm just, I'm just beside myself right now. Right there with and you, I, and I'll I mean, it's up, great. And it's, I'll hang it's up. Fun. And I'll hang up and get off the phone and let you guys comment on. Thanks. This. All right, Derek. Thank you very I much. I will say this that, and we didn't get a chance to talk about this yet, but that Thursday night game was as electric as I've ever seen the stadium before. I don't. We didn't do a show. I didn't do a show after that tonight. No. Um, it was so much fun. It, the crowd was great. And I still think the best part of the stadium in that wasn't that it was a night game, wasn't that it was mild weather in December. It was the fact that I didn't see any green. It was all Browns fans. Man, I hope we could turn around and figure out a way to get another home game here 
during the playoffs. We need kind of a miracle to do that. But by the same token, oh, the electricity, the excitement, that's, I mean, it made me feel like I was a kid again. It really was great. You know, the one thing that I, I keep, and I've mentioned it a couple of times today, and forgive me for this, I, I keep flashing back to, wait a minute. They've played so well this year. They've won 11 games, which, Andy, at the beginning of the year, if everybody had, if everybody had stayed healthy, we'd have said 11 games? Sure, we'll take that. And they've won it with everybody getting beat up, especially on the offensive side of the ball. You know, The defense has had some guys who have been dinged up, but I, I think it's fair to say, for the most part, the defense has stayed relatively healthy, and the defense has, has carried the football team until recently when the offense has been much better. And and earlier when, you know, I mean, even, whoever's been a quarterback, they've they've done okay. They've won games with all of these guys, and but I do just keep flashing back to, man, what if this team had stayed relatively healthy? Would would they be, right now, would they be like the Baltimore Ravens, the number one team in power rankings, the team everybody should beat? And I, I just, what does that mean for next year? And I I hate to look that far down the road because we're right in the middle of this great fun season. I mean, this is the most fun I've had in a Brown season in the longest time, but I keep thinking, man, how good is this team? And I don't know the answer to that because I haven't seen it, but I keep wondering how good is it? How deep is it? The young guys on defense just keep coming. That's really, that's really been fun to watch. They've filled in on the offensive line well enough. The running backs have been okay at times. You know, they, right after Nick got hurt, the running backs did great. And then the running game kind of went away for a while, but now it's back. Well, you lost your top three tackles. They're supposed to run without your top three tackles. Well, they did it last game. We'll see if they can do it moving forward. And you found a guy at quarterback who nobody in the league thought was worth a hoot because you didn't want to sign him at the beginning of the year. Hey, you also found a kicker. Well, that helped. I mean, Dustin Hopkins is the unsung hero. I don't know if he's unsung, but he is, he is one of the heroes of this year. There's it no shouldn't question. be that difficult to find a kicker, but it has been here since But he's Austin gone left. above and beyond. Yeah, he's been really good. Compared to even, you know, other kickers in he's, the league. He's been really good. But we know how kickers are. You know, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, you never know how long a, a guy stays hot. If a guy's, you know, the, the guy's like once Phil Dawson established himself here, and I, I think everybody needs to remember that. Early on, Phil didn't establish himself here, and he was just any guy kicking the ball. But then he became really good. You know, Robbie Gold, you think about, you know, this is this guy's terrific. Mason Crosby, when he was in Green Bay, was one of those types of guys. Um, and I, I would love it if Dustin Hopkins turns into that kind of a guy here, Andy. Who you? Hey, this is our kicker, and he's going to kick for the next six, seven years. That'd be sweet. He's thirty-three. He'd have until he's forty. So, uh, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Lenny is in Amherst. Lenny. Hey guys, uh, number one, Andy. I'm, I'm so glad you're back. You guys are bookends, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. Thank you, Lenny. I hope the magazines guys, in between guys, are pretty good, you or the, the books. Show. You make the you. show, but I guess the thing I wanted to bring up is, why aren't we talking to Bill Callahan and, uh, you know, our defensive coach for on contract extensions? And I'll hang up and I'll listen to what you have to say. All right, Lenny. Thank you. Uh, Could you. be, should be, Lenny, and I don't, I mean, let's be honest, contract extensions, and we started talking about them with Kevin a few weeks ago. It, does it really matter right now? Tell me at the end of the season they got a contract extension. I don't need it. I don't know that it helps 
anything to say he got it today. If you don't think he's going anywhere, let's talk about it at the end of the season. Well, and let's let's be fair. We don't know that they haven't had this conversation. Exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. Um Kevin's Kevin Stefanski's agent may have already worked out a deal with the Browns. We don't we don't know. They just might not announce it until the end of the season. Who knows? And remember this about assistant coaches. They're hired by the head coach for the most part. So input from above, but certainly they're hired by the head coach. So I would think you're going to wait until the end of the season to check with your head coach and make sure, hey, you're good with this guy, you're good with this guy, you want a deal here, you want a contract, and then you go from there. It's normally why, and if you don't, if, if you pay attention to it, because I don't think a lot of people do, when a head coach gets fired, the assistants aren't. And so what they do is that that allows whoever they bring in to choose if they want to keep them. Exactly. Yeah. And most of the time, it seems like they don't. You know, they bring in most of their it own seems guys. like they keep 25% yeah. or a little less than 25%. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. Daryl Ryder is our Browns beat reporter. Daryl's going to join us momentarily. Next segment coming up here on Basket of Phelps. And then Kevin Stefanski, the NFL's coach of the year, will speak at 1 o'clock. See what I did there? Well done, Jeff. Do you think he wins that award? Um... I know there are other Vegas teams thinks so right now. Vegas things. thinks he is. And John Harbaugh has been terrific in Baltimore. Um, Kyle Shanahan's been very good. Mike McCarthy's been good in Dallas. Four quarterbacks, I think, gets I him over. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I, I honestly think that's the deal. Daryl's coming up next on Basket of Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Browns head coach Kevin Stefanski will be speaking with the media in Berea, 1 o'clock. You'll hear it right here on 92.3 The Fan. And I'm guessing there's a real good chance you'll hear this gentleman asking a question. He's our Browns beat reporter. He's Daryl Ryder. He's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Hello, Daryl. Hey, guys. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, guys. Are you playing Joe Flacco at all? 
Uh, I would for a couple series. Okay, why? Um, I am a believer in uh, momentum, and, uh, you know, uh, I uh, just get them out there, treat it like a, you know, the, the preseason dress rehearsal, if you will, get them out there for a quarter or maybe uh, even a half, get them a little work in, and then uh, sit them out uh, the second half. Um, I, I, I think that if you live in your fears that, that's when bad things tend to happen. Also, too, like you, you see teams that have buys in the playoffs. They don't. <laughs> it, it, it's rather commonplace that they get bounced from the from the postseason. I think a lot of that has to do with they kind of lose momentum a little bit. And this is a football team that's really picking up steam uh, down the stretch here. They've won four straight. Um, you know, Joe Flacco is amidst the best statistical stretch of his uh, career which mind-boggling it is uh, considering the uh you know the whole situation being what it is um but yeah i i would give him a little burn on sunday i would not play him the full game now all right daryl he doesn't need me to be his agent but i'm going to be his agent anyway if you're not going to give him a chance to win the whole game by himself and thus secure the 75 grand i'm cutting him the check anyway Joe, thanks. Here you go. We're, we're going to take you out. Don't worry about your bonus. Here it is. Well, you, remember, well, remember, Deshaun Watson was credited with uh, a, a victory statistically for the Indianapolis Colts game, and he played like two series. Correct. So, Correct. So, However, yeah. But what if the Browns? What if the Browns lose the game? You know, and then Joe wouldn't get the wouldn't get the bonus. Yeah. So I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pay the man. Oh. Right. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if he starts and they win, he gets the check. So He's, it if he plays two well. series and they lose, he doesn't uh, get well. the check. But I'm paying him anyway, Daryl. I'm paying you too. Just uh, FYI, well, you get a I bonus. Just, uh, well, Menigan, you get a bonus. <laughs> I I did not get a bonus anyway. Um, it's I more funny how he the, cackles uh, after Jeff brings up me giving a bonus. <laughs> um. Uh, we did ask Joe a, a, a kind of a, a about that a little bit, you know, and he just kind of rolled his eyes and said he doesn't care. So, you know, which I don't know if I was in his position, I would care about that aspect. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, he, I, I think he has really come in here with uh, just an incredible mindset an incredible focus. And that has really, kind of rubbed off like the little stuff the stats or like you brought up the the bonuses that are built into his contract and stuff like that i'm sure privately he cares about that stuff right but um it's not something that he's really focused on you know talking about when you listen to him speak just everything is about you know just doing his doing his part to help the team win and and things like that but i look um I think that I don't necessarily disagree with you, Jeff. I think that, you know, I, I would have just, you know, built in uh, a playing time incentive in there in addition to winning games incentive. But um, I don't I don't think Joe is, uh, is hurting. He did really well as a member of the Baltimore Ravens, yeah, both sure on the field and financially. Yes. Jeff Driscoll signed with the team onto the practice squad. He'll be addressing the media uh, at least in the near future, Daryl, 
you think we see him on Sunday at all, or is this just in case of emergency, break glass, here, P.J. Walker, the ball game is yours? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I got to see what Kevin Stefanski has to say about that today. I, I have no idea. Um, um, they did bring him in, though. The, the purpose of them bringing them in was because of uh, depth at that spot and to give them the flexibility to sit Joe Flacco in the regular season finale. They, they are currently carrying three quarterbacks on the active roster, which is something that they've not done a lot of uh, this year. Um, but to get Driscoll, they had to sign him to the active roster because, again, he was on the Cardinals practice squad, and those are the rules. Um, I, I think that if they had their preferences, they would have liked to have, a, have someone they could sign to the practice squad. But the reason they brought Jeff Driscoll in was because of the experience with Alex Van Pelt. There is familiarity there. Just look at the special teams moves that were made last week, right? Ties to uh, Bubba Ventrone and things like that. So the relationships uh, thing does matter uh, in personnel moves. And uh, so I, I think to your point, if Driscoll is put, they would feel comfortable, I should say, putting Driscoll out there. Uh, and they feel that he has enough basic knowledge just walking in the door uh, to be able to function. Daryl Ryder joining us, our Browns Beat reporter. Daryl, same type of thing with Roger Saffold. He was signed today to the practice squad veteran. Yeah. He's from here. Does that mean you can sit Wyatt Teller, you can sit Joel Batonio on Sunday, or is that strictly a depth yeah. move? I think I think that that's part of it, too. Um I honestly, I think this is lining up to the starter, the key players, the bigger name players uh, playing as little or not at all uh, on Sunday. Um, but yeah, that's again, another depth because to be honest about it, they, <laughs> the offensive line has been hit pretty hard with injury too. So this, this not only isn't a, that you know, you bring in a player that's got a couple of Pro Bowls under his belt. He's been in the league a long time, right? Um, and he can play and tackle and can, guard. Yeah, and that's what I was just about to mention. He's very versatile. So uh, you, you you have him available. And here's the other thing too: is come playoff time, practice squad elevations don't matter now. If from the standpoint of the limitations go away, um, you can uh, you get your two elevations, but you're not hemmed into the three elevation rule in the in in, in the playoffs so um that doesn't apply so he's a guy that they can uh you know if they need offensive line depth whether it's in cincinnati or whether it's uh, throughout the playoffs he's a guy that they can elevate without having to put him on the uh, 53 man roster our Cleveland sports reporter daryl Ryder joining us of course brought to you by shiba jewelers Cleveland's premier jewelry store Daryl, do you think the Browns would have any interest in Dalvin Cook? They should. I would. Um, I mean, Kevin Stefanski uh, obviously has experience with him. Cook uh, was very complimentary of Stefanski when the Browns hired him as head coach back in January of 2020. So um, it is certainly something I would, if I were Andrew Berry, I would absolutely have interest in. How does he fit, Daryl, if he were to be put on this team? Uh, I would probably have him be – I'd still keep Jerome as the one. Um, you know, I think they've done a real nice job using Kareem Hunt in specific situations. 
Um, but I, I think that he would give them uh, another look if, you know, they're, you know, things aren't going right away uh, as well as you want early in a game. You could throw him in there and see if he can uh, do anything for you. But, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I would absolutely place that phone call. The one thing I think is interesting there, Daryl, and I, I like Pierre Strong. I'd love to see more of Pierre. I would think you'd make him inactive from a running back standpoint, but he's a critical Correct. part. Of, but he's a critical part of special teams, right? And so, that's that's kind of the that's kind of the rub. And that's yeah. why while I would make that call, I don't necessarily list the Browns as the favorites to get him. Um, but I would absolutely try if I could. It's interesting. Daryl Ryder's joining us. He's our Browns beat reporter. The uh, the defense, Daryl, has been such a catalyst this year. And Andy and I went over earlier in the show. Some of these big-time media outlets have the Browns, well, ESPN 7th, NFL.com 7th, Athletic 3rd, Pro Football Focus 6th, uh, or Pro Football Talk, excuse me, CBS 5th, in their power rankings. And I, I think it's such a tribute to the defense because that's been the steadying influence here. And the offense has been kind of up and down. But now the offense is, is dare I say, is it safe to say the, the offense has caught up enough that that's a legit ranking? Or are these guys being a little optimistic about the Browns? Um, I'm trying to remember who the, there's someone else that did rankings this week. And they had the uh, they put the Browns as Super Bowl contenders. Uh, they had the Ravens as the juggernaut. And then they had... Uh, they had the Browns the next level down. Uh, second in line is is a legitimate Super Bowl contender. So now I I don't think that I mean obviously the rankings are fun to talk about that yeah. you know various personalities and media outlets come up with and and things like that. But um, well, let's be honest about it, the Browns have been at the bottom of those rankings for the better part of two and a half decades. So it's nice to see, it's nice to see them up at the top and it's, and it's not, and look, I I don't feel like it's lip service. I I think that they're receiving the respect that they've earned um, throughout the course of the season. Um, I I think that the, uh, the defensive transformation this year under Jim Schwartz has, has obviously been instrumental in that. Um, But, and considering how successful the offense has been using so many quarterbacks, um, that's, I mean, that's why Kevin Stefanski is my coach of the year. Uh, like with all due respect to what Demetra Ryans has done in Houston with the Texans, I realize no one expected them to be a, uh, a contender this year and things like that, but no, no, nobody has had the volume of success that Kevin Stefanski has had considering half his key playmakers are on injured reserve, uh, in, including quarterbacks. So um, uh, that's why, to me, Stefanski gets the nudge because of the adversity factor and what the Browns continually overcome week in and week out. So, um, you know, it is nice, though, to see whether it's, you know, uh, the national shows, uh, TV and radio, the podcast, the you know, the, the fun rankings that come out. It is nice to see uh, this organization and this football team receive the the, the recognition that they have, uh, you know, that they, they frankly earned um, in spite of everything that they've gone through. The fact that they're 11 and 5 right now, uh, they've lo- they're locked in 
to their fifth seed. They'll be the top wild card uh, in the AFC, but they're as dangerous of a team going into the playoffs as anybody right now. Um, obviously, I think um, when, when I look at the tiers of the league this year, I think Baltimore and San Francisco are indeed in a class of their own. <clears throat> but I would absolutely put the Browns in that second tier right behind those teams. Uh, and if there is uh, a team that can beat either of those teams, and well, they, first of all, the Browns have, have beaten both of those teams. They're the did. only yep. team in the NFL to do that. But, um, you know, when you're talking about the big picture, winning the AFC or winning a Super Bowl, I definitely feel like the Browns legitimately are a team uh, that can absolutely compete on the level as those two. Big story around the NFL right now. It doesn't really have the Browns sitting smack dab in the middle of it, but it's something that they do a boatload of, which is the ramifications that have come out of the Detroit Lions game with the eligible tackle as a wide receiver. The Browns are notorious for having Michael Dunn, Nick Harris, whomever have to report as eligible. Is that something that's been circulating around or the the Browns locker room with an emphasis on it this week? No, because they've been doing it right. And here's the thing. Like, I get Dan Campbell's frustration, right? He was trying to deceive the Dallas Cowboys and confuse them about who reports eligible. Well, here's the thing, though. When a player, uh, a lineman, reports as an eligible receiver, the official opens his mic and announces that. He also steps toward the defense and tells them the numbers of the players who have reported as eligible and uh, he motions with both of his hands down his shirt. It's the same motion that, that you know, players, there's a verbal report and there's the, the signal report. And the player, you know, when he reports, he, he says, I'm, I'm eligible. And he's, you know, running his hands down the front of his, uh, you know, jersey to, to not only visually report, but verbally report to that official that he's available. And so, uh, while I kind of feel bad that, you know, that didn't work out for Dan Campbell. But at the same time, you got a little cute and you ended up confusing the official. And and that to me, that's on you. Um, there's never been an issue with Kevin Stefanski, knock on wood, with that situation. He sends a couple of guys out there, whether that's Nick Harris or he said done or whatever. You know, official announces so-and-so and so-and-so have reported as eligible. And the you run your play. Like, so I think Dan Campbell uh, – it, it, it's hard for me to defend Dan Campbell's anger. Like I, I understand his frustration that it didn't work, um, but you know uh, he he tried to get you know too cute with it. And again, like it's a requirement that when a player reports is eligible, that you know they do it visually, they do it verbally to the official, and that official announces the numbers to the defense of the players that reported as eligible. So like, I, I just, it, again, it, it's hard for me to, to really be on Campbell's side on that one. Daryl, we'll listen for you in Kevin's press conference. Thanks buddy. Talk soon. Yep. You got it guys. Daryl Ryder, our Cleveland beat reporter joining us. And he's brought to us by Scheiben Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. I, I've talked about the next season that I'm really looking forward to. Not the season you think. It's coming up next. Kevin Stefanski's press conference, 1 o'clock, right here on The Fan.
After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I am looking forward to the next season. And it's not baseball. It's not that. Golf? We are kickoff of the golf. It's season. not that. Although golf's getting ready to go even <sighs> in the bastardized shape it's in right now with PGA tour and live and it's it's just a mess. But anyhow, what am I looking forward to? And I'm not kidding. The United Football League. Do you remember, Are you doing this again? Do you remember last year? Are we you know, doing this again? The Rock came came out, right? And of course. The Rock buys the XFL, and he has that. And then the USFL was there, and they played all those USFL games in Canton down at Tom Benson Stadium. And so they, you had two spring leagues last year, and they really didn't do that well you know, individually. They've merged. And it's the United Football League, which, hey, that's perfect, the UFL. Like it, not as clunky. You know, we knew the USFL, but that had one idea. And then we knew the XFL, but every time I thought of the XFL, I thought of Vince McMahon and the cheesy promos that had the the scantily clad gals in the promos dancing and everything else and the whole hype with the XFL. That's gone. And now you've combined it into the United Football League. And I think the time for a spring league to actually succeed is here, and I think this is the format that can make it happen. Why? Because you took two leagues that kind of had a little footing, Dan, with TV contracts with Fox and ESPN. You've merged them. You've trimmed down the teams. So there are only going to be eight teams. You've gotten rid of some of the teams from each league. We're going to go over that in a second. So you have eight teams. You have them on ESPN and Fox. And I think it's going to work. And their their hope is that it becomes the most popular sports league in the country outside of the Big Four. I think it's possible. I do not. I think you're, what they are trying to do makes a level of sense. I could kind of understand where they're coming from. This country is addicted to football. All right, we have a football addiction. We'll all be 100% honest. Without said football addiction, we frankly wouldn't be here. So the idea of bringing in more football to a football-addicted country makes a boatload of sense. The only thing is, is we are also very much creatures of habit. 
we, as a country, spring is the start of baseball season. You've got tennis going there. You've got the end of the basketball season going of teams trying to make the playoffs. You have the start of the play, the NBA playoffs that take place in the spring. You get the majors going of golf. You get the MLBs. I, I, I so know like, all that. We yeah. all know there's competition. Oh, yeah. So, But more than anything, the fact that we are creatures of habit in between those things, that this is the time of year that we focus on those things. March Madness you can toss in there as well if you want. So dumping well, I, I a football think, league in there, I, I, I wonder how it I don't think it's it going to be the NFL, but I think it's going to be viable. And I think and one thing I think that might play a part in this Look at all the quarterbacks who got injured this year. You need a place to develop quarterbacks. And it wouldn't surprise me. I, I would, in fact, I'd love to see it. If somehow there's some kind of a, of a player agreement with the, between the NFL and this league where, hey, we can assign a quarterback to your team and you can help us develop these guys. I, I would think that would be. I think that would be beneficial for everybody because there'd be a little tie to the NFL and then maybe get better quarterback play all the way around. Quarterback play drives ratings. And we know that in Cleveland, we've watched a lot of unwatchable football because we've had a lot of unwatchable quarterbacks. Yeah. So yes, I would agree with you there. If they could figure out some way to do that, you know, that it maybe becomes a a quarterback developmental camp almost. Maybe you could get something there. I just don't know. I mean, Every time they attempt to throw out this a spring football league, it always ends up being fine. It, it always ends up being mediocre at best football. And you sit there watching it the whole time, and you have one group of people who are screaming at you going, oh, my gosh, it's football. This is great. Yay. People are tackling each other. Woo-hoo, violence. Yay, football. Like, you're going to always have that group that's going to be locked in and want that. But you're also going to have that secondary group that you're really going to have to attach hook, line, and sinker because you're out of season. And there are other things to keep an eye on at that point that people are paying attention to. My buddy Dave sends me a text. boy, UFL, more football, great topic. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is the why this spring league is going to work. Well, and, and you saying now, and if I'm misinterpreting, please correct me, saying that it would be something that could rival the big four. No, I said that's what they want to do. Correct. Yeah, I didn't say that. And they said they would like it to become the most popular league outside of the big four. So that's going to be an ask. Soccer's soccer's the thing. Right. That's tough. Um, The UFL has done this. They took these two leagues and they're combining them, right? They're using four former XFL markets where they had XFL teams and then three from the USFL, and then one city that they shared a team in, and that's Houston. So, And, and then I kind of like this. They're calling it the USFL Conference and the XFL Conference. Makes sense. The USFL Conference, the Birmingham Stallions. Of course. Head coach Skip Holtz. Yes. Lou's son. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Houston Roughnecks with Curtis Johnson as head coach. He was the head coach of the Houston Gamblers. The Memphis Showboats, John DiFilippo, former Browns offensive coach, as head coach, and the Michigan Panthers with Mike Nolan as head coach. The XFL, Arlington Renegades, Bob Stoops, D.C. Defenders, Reggie Barlow, San Antonio Brahmas with Wade Phillips. There you go. I love Wade. Bringing a character. The St. Louis Battlehawks with Anthony Becht as head coach, former NFL tight end. And so we'll see what happens. I'm anxious. The 
the training camp begins February 24th, right after the Super Bowl. Ten-game regular season starts on March 30th. And again, ESPN and Fox involved in this. So don't be surprised if it flies, at least to some extent, and at least for a while. I hope it does, to be perfectly honest with you. Kevin Stefanski's press conference. Next, you'll hear it right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.